starting at the bottom of Pehei on Beis. We discussed this case in the Mishnah yesterday. Rabbi Yehuda Emer. Yehuda says, in Yesh Sham Tvisas Yad, so let's say the, uh, a person owns multiple houses in a Chatzar, and he rents out, so he lives in one, and he rents out some of the other ones, okay, rents out the other ones, if he maintains, like we said, an owner's closet, or he keeps stuff there, that's called a tvisas yad. And we'll see, the Gemara's going to have two qualifications. Number one, is keep stuff there, keep stuff there. And number two, the stuff has, has, to, has to be immovable on Shabbos. Okay, so, but if he has a tvisas yad, then we say that he retains ownership, does not require an Erev to that property, because it's like he has some sort of ownership in that bias. Why is it movable? Im, huh? Immovable? Yeah, well, the Gemara will discuss it in a second here. So now, hechi dami tvisas yad. There's two, two qualifications. So what's tvisas yad? What is the example of tvisas yad? shel bunis ben bunis. Okay, so, or, uh, so now this bunis was a, Rashi says it was very, very wealthy. There's two different gears, gears here. It's either bunis or bunis ben bunis, but, okay. Bunis, he was very, very wealthy. And um, he used to rent it out. So he would buy the whole chatzar. Right, since he had, right, if you were wealthy, you had to have a lot of material possessions. So he would rent out the houses to other people, but when he would rent them out, because he had so much stuff, he would say, I'm only renting you, I'm keeping the storage house, you know, the, the storage, I'm keeping the closets. The closets are mine, you could live in the house, but I'm keeping the closets because I needed to keep all my stuff. Okay, um, and uh, therefore, so that's considered a tvisas yad. So now we have a story here, Ben Bunis, also the Kameh de Rebbe, his son came in front of Rebbe, Amr Lahu. Okay, so they, they said, Panu Makam Leben Mea Mana. Okay, by the way, make space, make, make way. Right, they gave him recognition because he was very wealthy. Clear the path for the guy, they called him Ben Mea Mana. Okay, he had a hundred suits. All right, Asa Inish Achrina, Amr Lahu, nah, Panu Makam Leben Masaya Mana, 200 suits. Amr Lafan of Rabbi Shmuel Berbiyasi. Uh, Reb, uh, Rebbe, so he said in front of, uh, okay, he said, Rebbe, he said, listen, um, he has a thousand boats in the ocean. You want to know how wealthy he is? He has a thousand cities on the dry land, right? This guy owns a real estate empire. He owns all the yachts. So Amar Lo, you know what Rebbe said? When you get to his father, Amar Lo, go tell this his kid's father that he doesn't uh, dress the part. Don't send him out with such, uh, you know, he's wearing, uh, you know, not impressive clothing, right? That we should, he should carry himself in a way that everybody recognizes that he's wealthy. Why? Because, and I think this is a lead into the next Gemara, Rebbe Mechabed Ashirim. Because Rebbe was like his own shita. Rebbe used to, Rebbe held it, it was important to be Mechabed Ashirim. We'll see why in a second. Rebbe Kiva Mechabed Ashirim. Kiddarsh Rabba Marmari. Marmari Marmari was Darsh in the following Pasuk. Yeshev Oilam Lefnei The world sits in front of Hashem. Chesed Ve'emes, Man Yenatsruhu. Okay, in kindness and truth, Man Yenatsruhu. Or Man Yenatsruhu. Right? And so it means, like, who will guard it? Now, really, man means, like, man, like bread. So, when is the world considered settled? Right? A Kaddish Baruch Hu sits, like, Kaviyachal sits back 
and uh, he likes his world, when does, he, when does it settle that he gets to view the world and say, ah, everything is as it should be? Bizman shechesed ve'emes, man yinatzruhu. When in chesed and emes, in kindness and truth, that all the poor, like, all the hungry people have food, right? And who is the guardians of chesed and emes? Those are the wealthy people. The wealthy people, if the world works the way it is, then HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives the wealthy people money. And their job is to make sure that all, everybody's taken care of. And therefore, since al yidei them, right? Al yidei, the wealthy people, the HaKadosh Baruch Hu is kaviyachol yeshev. He's kaviyachol, the world is considered, you know, true who guarded. So therefore, that's why they used to be Machab Rashirim. So Rabbi was saying, make sure this kid, right, he's, he should come, he should, he should look the part, right, because there's a certain Indian based on this passage to be Machab Rashirim. Rabbi Barchana Omar. Okay, so now we're going back to the, so that was, right, we said Bunis, uh, or Bunis Bunis. So, so Bunis was very wealthy, and when he used to rent out the houses in his Chatzar, he used to uh, keep all his uh, numerous possessions in those closets. Now, Rabbi Barchana Amar, that what kind of possessions are we talking about that you have to keep in the other house? That's the peg of a plow. Okay, so again, it has to be something that is going to be mukta. So that is a tfisas yad because you can't move it. Amar of Nachman, Tanadri Shmuel, he says, So he explains this a little bit more uh, clearly that something that can be taken on Shabbos will aser, meaning if you rent out your house and you leave in those closets suits, things you could take on Shabbos, so then that deer will, will still aser you because those items could be removed. Okay, this is the, the machlik is on how to learn Rashi over who might remove them. Is it that the Baal might remove them or that the renter might remove them? Okay, so that, that, and that goes to the definition of what a tzvitzas yad is. But either way, if those items are subject to being removed, so then will say that it's not, it's not considered that the owner has a tesis yad, since those items could be taken out of the house. But something that can't be moved on Shabbos, will not aser, meaning if, it's, if it can't be moved on Shabbos, then the fact that the owner keeps it in the closet over there, that means that, um, that, uh, that dira, he's, he has a tesis yad in that dira, and therefore somebody else living in that house won't aser. Uh, won't aser. No, 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 because it's, it's, a, it's a question of, of dira. It's a tesis yad, right? Is it considered mine? So if somebody could, if, if my item could be removed and the only thing that's holding my space in that dira, right? We're talking about, let's say uh, there's 10 houses. He owns all the houses. He rents them all out. So now he didn't make an error. What we're saying is if you have a tesis yad in each of these houses, permanent, right? Staying power throughout Chavez, then um, <coughs> tesis yad, then you don't need an error because they're not going to answer on you. So but what we're saying is, if at some point throughout Shabbos, the guy can take the items out, or you can remove the items, either way you learn it, so then whatever was holding your, your Tfisa's Dira in that, in that house is gone now. Tanya Nami Hachi, Yeshle Tevel, Yeshle Ashashas, if you have Tevel or Ashashas, so these are things that are going to be Mukta. Okay, so these are, um, uh, Ashashas would be big, big, big bronze statues, right? Things that are immovable. Right, then it's considered Tvisas Yad and it does not Aser. Okay, Zak the Mishnah, we've had this Machlegas a few times. So let's say a person leaves his house 
and he goes to another city. Remer holds that it doesn't matter if, so let's say nine people were Ma'ariv, one person didn't join the Erev, but he left. So whether that person's a Jew or a guy, either way it'll Aser. Yehuda Aymer, he says, no, it doesn't matter Jew or guy, if they're left for Shabbos, ain't a Aser. said it depends, right? So it depends. Nachri Aser, why? Because a guy, um, because a guy, you know, he could travel on Shabbos. So it makes sense. Rabbi Yehuda Eimer Nachri Eiser Yisrael Eina Eiser. Why? Shein Derech Yisrael Lavai B'Shabbos. Because it's not the Jew would misdam and not come back on Shabbos. Okay, he goes away for Shabbos. He stays. Rabbi Shimon Eimer. Rabbi Shimon says you don't even have to leave town. Afilu Hiniach Beisay V'Halach Lishbais Eitzel Bitei. Even if he just leaves his house and he goes to his daughter who lives in the same city. Okay, Ba'Eisahir in that city Eina Eiser. Then it's considered he's not going to aser, meaning he is misalik. He removed himself from living in that space. Shekvari siyamilibai. Okay, it's already he is removed again from his from from his lave. He has removed that he wants to stay here on Shabbos, and he's basically saying that he's misalik. He's misalik the dira. Okay, now Remeir, um, right? <clears throat> now just what's the machlekes over here? Remeir and Reb Yehuda. There's a fundamental machlekes. It's Rameir holds that we don't care if the guy, right? Even Echad or Echad Nachri, we don't care if the guy's going to come back. Rashi points out that Rameir holds the Dira Beloy Bailam Shma Dira. Okay, so they're having, in, in, in the first machlekes, it's Dira Beloy Bailam is considered a Dira, yes or no? That's Rameir Rabbi Yehuda. Rameir says yes, it's still considered a Dira, and therefore it'll answer. Rabbi Yehuda says no, and therefore it won't answer. And then Rabbi Yehuda looks at it more practically. He says it depends if the person will come back. Right, so then we'll, we're going to be concerned. It's not about. It's no longer machlekes whether dira um, without without bialim. Rabbi Yehuda will also hold it's shmei dira like Rabbi Yehuda, except that he'll look at it more practically. Right, he'll say that it, yes, it does retain its dira. If the guy will come back, then we have a problem. Now zakta gemara amarav. So we're just going to discuss Rabbi Shimon halacha k'rib Shimon. The halacha is like Rabbi Shimon, meaning that even if a Jew leaves his house. And goes to his daughter, right? You leave your house here and you go to your, you go to your daughter on the other side of town. So then we're still going to say that he was Masalik, Atzmai, Medira, and um, it will no longer Aser. Now, that's only if he goes to his daughter's house. If he goes to his son's house, we will still say there's a chance he'll return. Why? People say, if the male dog barks at you, meaning, you go to your daughter's house and you get into an argument with your son-in-law, oil, you can stay, right? It's not the end of the world. However, navach ba goryaisa, right? If the female dog barks at you, meaning your daughter-in-law, pike, get out, right? That when you go to your daughter's house, that, you know, she go to her house, she's in, don't worry about it. Don't, don't worry about what your son-in-law says, right? That's not going to be such a problem. But if you go to your son's house and your daughter-in-law, you get into an argument with your daughter-in-law, well, she's going to kick you out of there, okay? Or leave, right? And things are going to get bad. So therefore, we're saying it's only daughter's house, not the son's house. Okay. So now we're going to discuss what happens. The mission is going to discuss what happens if you... We, we touched on a similar case yesterday, except that there was a big difference. Yesterday, the bar was... What happens if there's a bar between two uh, chatzeres? Okay, so... 
what is the status of the water in that bar? Right in between the middle of the two. So yesterday we discussed the bar between two houses, but it was Muflag Dalad. So today we're saying, what happens if it's Mamish right in the middle of the Chatzar? So who has rights to the water and how could they use the water? So Zak the Mishnah, Bar Shebein Shtei Chatzeris. If you have a bar in between two chatzeris, skits sits squarely in the middle of two chatzeris, you can't fill on Shabbos from this bar. You have to make a mechitza of 10 tvachim. Well, actually, so there's a missing gear. So, that you have to make some sort of mechitza that has to be above, below, inside. Okay, well, this is all very fuzzy. We're going to explain this in a second. He's coming to explain the Tanakama, and he's saying that what do we mean when we say to make the Mechitza, that this, where the Mechitza needs to be, that's a Machlik, it's Beishamai and Beishilil. Beishamai, Oymrim, Milmata, that you have to make them, you have to make the, this Mechitza down low. Again, we're going to have to define what does Milmata mean and what does Milmala mean. Amar of Yehuda. Yehuda argues, this is Okay, so you have to look at this Mishnah that you have the first Tanakama. The Tanakama holds, then Rav Shiva Gamil explains it and puts it into a Machlekes Beshame Besol. And we'll get to the specifics of this, but the basic idea is that the Tanakama, the first, whole first part of the Mishnah, including Rav Shiva Gamil and Tanakama and, and Beshame Besol, hold that there needs to be a Mechitza somewhere inside the bar. Okay, we'll discuss exactly where, but somewhere inside the bar. Is this bar in like a no man's land? I have mechitza it's, it's, A surrounded by walls and mechitza B surrounded by walls. And yeah. Between. There, there's a mechitza. So one second. So there's a mechitza on top of the bar. It's this bar sits right in the middle of the two chatzeres. So the, the two, two chatzeres are, are not next to each other. Two chatzeres that were not ma'arev that have a wall. They're they're independently walled, right. but the bar sits right in the middle of the two chatzeres. So there is a wall on top. Okay, so the Tanakama holds that wall on top doesn't do anything. And therefore, you have to have a wall, a mechitza, inside the bar. We'll discuss where specifically in a moment. Rabbi Yehuda holds that the mechitza of the chatzar, I was waiting to get to it in Rabbi Yehuda's isha, that's what I was saying. Rabbi Yehuda holds that the mechitza of the chatzar that sits on top of the bar, that's good enough to be considered a mechitza, and like we'll see, we've had this before, we know why. Rabbi Yehuda uh, holds that a kalhu she'etir mind that a mechitza tuluya will work for water, right? We've had this, and this, right? So therefore, the mechitza of the chatzar, which sits on top of the bar, outside of the bar, on top of it, that will be a mechitza, and that will, do, that will split the two. But the Tanakama in Roshim and Gamliel and the Machlekes Beisham and Beisol both hold you have to have some sort of mechitza inside the bar. So now we're going to discuss we're going to discuss what is what is what does this mean, right? So we have Bain Milmala, Bain Milmata, okay. And Roshim and Gamliel is explaining the mitoch egna that the Tanakama brought is really means yes, it's always the Tanakama shita is always the mechitza has to be inside what's called egin of the bar. It has to be inside of the airspace of the bar. And then with Samachlegis, Beisham and Beishilil, doesn't need to be Melmala or Merlamata. We have to see what does it mean, Melmala, right? Above what and below what. So now, Amar Rav Huna, Lamata, Lamata Mamish. That you know what Lamata means? Lamata means that it just needs to be close to where the water is. Okay, it does not need to be underwater at all. Right, so let's say, for argument's sake, the bar is half full. 
So you would have to have a mechitza down at the, the water line. Okay? It, the mechitza does not need to go into the water, but it needs to be, right? Milmata means at the bottom of the bar, close to the water line. Milmala, what does lamala mean? That means lamala mamish, that no, that the mechitza, right? And now uh, the mechitza needs to be inside the bar, but it could be at the top of the bar. You don't need to put it all the way down where the water line is. You can put it at the top of the bar. But it is inside, again, the Tanakamashita is, it has to be inside the airspace of the bar. So, according to him, when this is Rav Huna's way of understanding Machlekes, Beisham Beisil, Beisham holds that, it's more Machmer, that you have to put this Mechitza down at the water line, inside the bar, you've got to crawl down and put it wherever where the water line is. And Beisil holds that, no, it just needs to be, you can put it right at, the, right, at the edge of, right at the edge of the bar, has to be inside the bar, but you don't have to put it down at the water line. Vizeh, vizeh, bibar. Okay, but it must be inside the bar. That's the Tanakamashita. Rav Yehuda argues Rav Huna, and he says Lamata Lamata min amayim. That what does it mean Lamata? When Beshamay says though, that the mechitza has to be Lamata, that means it needs to be Tchuva Rashi explains all the way to the bottom of the floor of the bar. Lamala Lamala min amayim. And what does Lamala mean? Lamala means it could be above the water. Okay, so Lamala of Rav Yehuda is the same as Lamata of Rav Huna. Rav Huna said, what does Lamata mean? It means down in the bar, right near the water line. And Lamala means it could be at the top of the bar as long as it's inside the bar. Rav Yehuda says, Lamata means mamish, the ground of the bar, tchuva v'karka, has to go all the way to the floor, well below the water. And Lamala means that it, ha- it could be above the water line. But it needs to be down where the water is. So, Amalei Rabbi Barachana Labaya, Hod Amar Rabbi Yehuda, Lamata, Lamata Minamayim, that which Rabbi Yehuda said, that, what does Lamata mean? Then it needs to be down, right? It's got to go to the floor of the bar, all the way under the water. Maishna Lamata Mamish Deloy. Why isn't it good enough to put it at the water line, right? Lamata Mamish means that it's where the water line is, right? So why do I have to put, he's asking, according to Rev Yehuda, when you said Beishamai holds Lamata means down on the bottom of the ground, why does it have to be at the ground of the bar? Why can't it be just where the water line is, right? My Shanod, Lamata Mamish means the water line, Deloy, that that's not okay. Darivi Maya, because the water will mix. Well, I got a Lamata Minamayim Nami, Ha'arivi Maya. Okay, because you only need a mechitza of yud. So let's say my water is 20. So if I only need a mechitza of yud, then even if I put my mechitza, let's say my, I have 20 tfachim of water, and I put my mechitza all the way at the bottom of the bar on the floor, well, the water's still going to mix. Right, so how have I done anything? Why, according to you, Rav, Huda, Rav, Rav Yehuda, that in Beishamai Shita Lamata means all the way at the bottom of the bar, and if I, all I need is a mechitza of yud, which we take that as fact. That's fact. That's indisputable. I just need a mechitza of yud. If I have 20 tvachim of water, well, my water's going to mix too. So why is it better to put it down at the bottom of the bar? Why not just put it where the water line is? What are we accomplishing with this mechitza anyway? So, according to Rav Huna, at this point, it's clear that all we're accomplishing is a hecker because it's not even going in the water. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the way I understand it, 
is that it needs to, the mechitza needs to go a little bit in the water. You could say that, um, you could say that, uh, what, what I'm saying before that, my, the problem with the bar is that it's partially, it's like a, it's like a, a wall that's, that's, okay, water. the problem with the bar is that it's shared by two, two chatseris so that like did not make an error. It's like a, so it's, it, it's now, and the problem is the water moves freely from side to side. So I have a bar here that's shared by two chatseras. Right. The water moves from side to side. How am I able to take water? Actually, the Gemara is going to discuss that the primary concern is, and we'll see this in a little bit on Ahmed Bay's, the Gemara is a little cryptic, is that my bucket will go to the other side. When I put my bucket in, it'll go to the other side. So to answer your question, according to Rav Huna, what you're accomplishing is just a hacker. You're having a mechitza somewhere in the bar, creates a hacker. We know that fake mechitzas work from water. That's a kalo shekilu b'mayim. We've had this many times. According to Rabbi Yehuda, the way I understand it is, and we'll see as we define Rabbi Yehuda Shita, it'll become a little bit more clear, is that there is a real mechitza where you're drawing your water. So right now, the Gemara's understanding, so let's kind of go through. Right, right now, the Gemara's understanding that Rabbi Yehuda holds, right, what's the kasha that we're at? It has to be lamala on the floor of the bar. Right? I, if all I need is a mechitza of yod, and let's say my water is 20 toachim, so now my water is going to mesh on top. So what does my mechitza at the bottom of the bar help me? So the Gemara answers, Haven't you heard, Rabbi Yehuda Amar Rav says, Yeah, when we said the water, when we said the, the mechitza goes down, the point isn't that it has to go to the bottom of the bar. No, what we're saying is it needs to be submerged in water. However, it needs to come out of the water one tefach. Okay? So if let's say your water line was 20 higher than the floor of the bar, so you'd put it up 11, you'd have nine covered by water, and then you have to have at least one tefach that's not covered by water. So we see this goes to your point in Rabbi Yehuda, where you're going to take your water from needs to have a real mechitza. Because that mechitza is now jutting out above the water one tefach. So, lamata again, now we're defining Rabbi Yehuda. Lamata means my mechitza yod needs to be in the water. It, it could be completely submerged except for one tefach is visible above the water. Visu. Okay, and we're going to ask another kasha. That which we said, according to Beis Hillel, that what does Lamala mean? According to, according to Rabbi Yehuda, it means above the water. Why can't you put it? Why can't you put your mechitza at the oigin of the bar? All the way at the top, Lamala Mamish means inside the edge of the bar. Just put it right there. Just go. You don't have to go climb down your bar. You can just put it inside, nail it in, and you're done. You're done. Why? Why can't you do that? Well, I got news for you. Right? We said, what does Rabbi Yehuda hold Lamala means according to Beis Hillel? That means above the waterline. Down in the bar, but above the waterline. Well, if it's above the waterline, then again, my water is going to mix. So, Haven't you heard of Yaakov Karchino says that what? That the Yes, it's the same thing, just the complete flip side. That according to Rabbi Yehuda, according to Beis Hillel, when we say that the water needs to be, that the mechitza needs to be in Lamala, it means that of my mechitza yud, 
One tefach needs to be in the water, the other nine could be out of the water. Point is, again, we see in Rabbi Yehuda, where I'm, the area where I'm drawing my water from, right, wherever the water line is, needs to have a real mechitza there. As opposed to Rav Huna, who says, no, you either just put a mechitza, you just need to have some sort of token ceremonial mechitza, either, according to Beis it needs to be, doesn't need to go into the water, just at the water line, and according to Beis Hillel, it needs to be up at the top of the bar. You have to have some sort of mechitza, so that's for sure hacker. According to Yehuda, it sounds like it, it can be a real mechitza, right? We discussed this way earlier, if you remember, uh, way earlier in the Masech, that we said the mechitza shall barzel, right? And he laughed. It was about probably a month and a half ago. And he laughed. And he said, why are you laughing, right? Is it because you hold that chetze mayim is not kind of shvisa? Remember that case with the mechitza of a barzel? And we said, no, he was laughing because like, you can't really divide for water. So even in Rabbi Yehuda, you can't say that by putting it that you're actually creating a mechitza in the water. There's no such thing as creating a mechitza in the water. You can't actually have a real mechitza in the water. But I think in Rabbi Yehuda, what we're just saying is the area where you're drawing from has to have a real mechitza. And Rabbi Huna, no. As long as the bar, somewhere around where the water is, looks like some sort of mechitza, is good enough. Okay. The fact that Rabbi Yehuda says, The fact that we hold that if you have a kaira in a churba, okay, so we'll say what? We'll say pitikra, that a kaira that's four, right, will go and seal off. So if you have a kaira that's four wide, it'll seal off, we'll say pitikra on both sides of the kaira. If my kaira is four, so now I've created a makam dalit, and it's like I view it as if I have a box, I have a makam dalit that's sealed off, that has mechitzas, right? And uh, makam dalit. So if I have yud mechitzas and makam dalit, then I have rishus ayachet. Okay, Rav Nachman, Amar Rav Baravua, Kaira Bar Materes B'mayim. Similarly, if I would put a kaira um, in the water, ha, right? Materes B'mayim, that I can use mechitzah tuluya, ha ka'ozli dli le'idach gisa. So we're asking, according to you, Rabbi Yehuda, how could you ever have, right? We know there's a concept. That's what we're saying. We know there's a concept of mechitza tuluya b'mayim. So if you're concerned, you're saying that you have to have a real mechitza there to prevent the dli from going across, okay? Well, then how would you ever have mechitza tuluya b'mayim? Because if, if it's just coming down, if there's no actual mechitza in the water, so we see you, Rabbi Yehuda, are wrong. You can't, you can't, you can't always require a mechitza in the water. So the Gemara says, right, I the bucket will go, lead the other side of Maisi, and you'll bring it to you. And now you'll transfer Rishis from one Rishus, one Chatzar to the other. So the Gemara says, No, it's not a problem, because the bucket won't travel more than four Tvachim. Okay, Frakti Gemara, okay, still, what did Rabbi Yehuda say? We have a whole problem of a Rivi Maya. Tachas Right, we came and asked the Rabbi Yehuda all this Ariva Maya questions that the water is mission, and he said we tried to come with an answer that each time no, you're going to have a mechitza in the water. So how are you going to deal with that? Then how do you ever have a mechitza taluya that's going to be mataras Mayim? You're always going to have this Ariva Maya problem. My answer is Ella. Rashi says the less of the Rabbi Yehuda. Ella, no, Rabbi Yehuda's wrong. The Gemara is clearly saying Rabbi Yehuda is wrong. We have to go with Rav Huna. This whole concept of mechitza by Mayim is just to create a hacker. So we have a views, right? Yes, underline that Rashi. Okay. Ella, Misham Dekalhu, Shekil Chama Mayim. 
Like we see that there's no question. He asked, now on dry land, on a chorba, right, if in a ruin, will mechitza tulia work? And we say no. Amrle in. Sorry, he says yes. Mechitza tulia materis el b'mayim. I'm sorry, no, sorry. Yes, sorry. Amrle, right? So go back. Will Mechitza Tuluya work on dry land for a Chorba? That no, a Mechitza Tuluya will only work for water. Okay, that there is a Kula that the Chachamim allowed for water. Okay, and therefore we see that a Mechitza Tuluya will work. And therefore we see you don't need real Mechitzas, all you need is a Hecker. Okay, but what do we see in the Tanakama? That Hecker needs to be a Mechitza for the Mayim. Just, it can't be good enough to have a Mechitza. What is Rabbi Yehuda hold? Like we said, there's a fundamental Mechitza in our Mishnah. The Tanakama holds, you need a Mechitza Mishim Hecker. Okay, like Rav Huna explained it, Rabbi Yehuda's wrong. We're says we take Rabbi Yehuda out. Um, but, uh, but, <clears throat> but the mechitza that, that the mechitza sachotzer that goes on top of this bar that won't suffice because that is not a mechitza that was made for the mayim. To which, moving on, Rabbi Yehuda lights a mechitza zoo that this the mechitza. Rabbi Yehuda argues. He says no. The regular mechitza that, that's built to go uh, uh, as a mechitza sachotzer that should absolutely work, right? That should absolutely work as a mechitza to divide your water. So now, Amar Rabbi Barav Chana, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yehuda, Bishidus Rabbi Yesi Amra. He's going like Rabbi Yesi. The Amar Mechitza Tuluya Materes Afilu Bayabasha. So we're trying to say here that we're trying to be machalik. The machalik is Tanakama holds that a Mechitza Tuluya works by Mayim when it's a water Mechitza. But Mechitza Tuluya doesn't always work. The Hainu, it doesn't work by Yabasha. Rabbi Yehuda holds Mechitza Tuluya works. The, I can use the Mechitza that's above the uh, the mechitza of the chater that's above the bar, and that's because he holds mechitza tulia will work even on yabasha. Ditnan, as we learned in the mesech the sukkah, Let's say you're building walls for the sukkah, but you decided to weave your wall, right? So you start at the top, and you're doing one out of cloth, and you're going to weave it down. Okay, so mishal shell, you uh, right shoshel is a downwards motion. Defanus milmalamata. So you build your walls from the top, you knit it down. If it doesn't get all the way to the ground, right? If you have, you start from the top and you're, you have more than three tvachim, three tvachim or more from the ground, right? that's called the sheer gedim baikim bai. It's a problem. Psula. But, if you start from the bottom and you, and you weave up ten, then, it's going to be a good wall. Rabbi Yaisi Yomar, he argues on Tanakama. Kishem Shem Elamata Asara. Just like if I start my wall at the floor and I go up 10, we'll say it goes all the way up. Good, good, good Asik. So then, in Gavayas Yod Tvachim Kishera, I'm sorry, Rabbi Yaisi Yomar Asara. Kach Melamala Melamata. Even if I start my wall at the top and I go down, I don't care. Mechitza Tluya will work. That's the Mechitza Tluya, even on dry land. Belohi. By the way, so we're trying to say that Rabbi Yehuda holds like Rabbi Yehuda, and that's why over here, the Mechitzah's Chatzar, I don't need a special Mechitzah for the Mayim, the Mechitzah's Chatzar, my dry land Mechitzah will work to uh, uh, Pitikra, I'm sorry, um, um, well, uh, I will say that, yes, I will say that, 
I will say that mechitza tuluya works even on dry land, and therefore my mechitza that I have for my chotzer will work to divide this bar as well. Beloyi, no, it's not true. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yesi are not saying the same thing. Why? Beloyi, loy Rabbi Yehuda savak Rabbi Yesi, loy Rabbi Yesi savak Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda loy savak Rabbi Yesi. He doesn't go like Rabbi Yesi. Why? Ad kan loy kamer Rabbi Yehuda elabei rivechatzeres derabanan. Rabbi Yehuda was only saying that a real wall will work. When it comes to Eruvah Chatzeris, right in the middle of a Chatzar, that is Eruvah Chatzeris is Dindir Abanam. Avol Sukkah Daraisa, but with Sukkah where I need Daraisa, it's a Chiv Daraisa, I need walls, then Loi, it will not work. Vyesi, Loi Savalak Rabbi Yehuda, Vyesi does not like Rabbi Yehuda, Akan like Rabbi Yehuda, Elabah Sukkah, the Isser Asehu. That Sukkah is only a Mitzvah Saseh. Avol Shabbos, the Isser Skilahu Loi Amar. But when it comes to Shabbos, Shabbos is very chamer, that's Isra Skila. Now, even though this we're talking about is a Dinder Abanon, but still, when it comes, we had this concept before, that when it comes to Shabbos, we're going to be extra. Afogav, Rashi says, the Brishuyos Dinder Abanon, Leka Skila, called the Tukan Rabbanon, Kandaraisa Tukan. Shabbos is always in a more machmer category, even though here we're talking about Dinder Abanon. Still, when it comes to Shabbos, we won't allow Mechitza Toluya to work on dry land. Let's say, we'll, we'll explain the following story that happened, because that's going to be a case of Mechitza Tuluya. So if you're telling me, if Rav Yesi is the Shas Manda Amar who holds Mechitza Tuluya works, and he doesn't hold by Shabbos, so that story that happened on Shabbos, and somebody allowed it, who was it like? Why? One time, what happened? They didn't bring a Sefer during the day. They, right, they made like a, what a chuppah looks like, right? They put a sheet on top of four poles. And they brought a Sefer So the Gemara asked, one second. How could they go ahead and set up a machitza, even though it is an oil arai? We have this in Machoikis. That is Machoikis Rabbi Lazar and the Rabbanon. Right, right? This is, whether you're allowed to, now it's only a question of you're allowed to be moisiv on oil arai. Nobody holds you allowed to make an oil arai mitzchila on Shabbos. So, lechachila, parsu lechachila, mishari. Everybody agrees you can't make an oil arai. All you can do is Rabbanon is add to it. Ella, you have to say, Matsu Sadin and Prusin Alamudin. The oil was already there. Maybe you save a terror, Bekarubai, and they read from it. Okay, so we're, we're saying that what? That that story they, that they used a mechitza tuluya was Rabbi Shmuel Rabbi and not Rabbi because Rabbi when it comes to Shabbos does not hold of mechitza tuluya and therefore Rabbi Yehuda okay is is nothing to do with Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda is saying by Shabbos Rabbi Yehuda will hold of it um, will hold of a mechitza tuluya over here when it comes to Shabbos. So in summary. And the summary. Slow today. Okay. So we were finishing off the Mishnah. We said that according to Rabbi Huda, 
if the uh, Baal has a Tfisis Yad, okay, in the other, uh, another bias in the Chatzar, then the Tfisis Yad, then it won't Aser, they won't Aser. And we said, what is this Tfisis Yad? That's like this Bunis, okay, who was very wealthy and he would uh, keep stuff, even though he rented out the other houses in the, in the Chatzar, he would keep stuff there. Okay? Um, Okay, sorry. Um, and Rabbi and Nachman both said that, by the way, another qualification is not just that he keeps stuff there, is that the stuff that he's keeping there needs to be unable to, move, to, to be moved on Shabbos. Okay? Um, but if it's going to be a Davar Anitol, then it's not considered a Tfisas Yad, and it's going to, then it, the, those, the Urim in those houses will answer. Okay, then we said we had a, a Machlekes, um, whether this Dira Bolei Balam or not, Rabbi Yehuda and Rameyer, Okay, so meaning if you are away for Shabbos, will your empty house aser? Rameyer held yes, Rabbi Huda held no. Rabbi Yassi said it depends. Anachri, yes, it will, but Anachri, since um, he normally comes on Shabbos, so therefore for Anachri will aser, but he certainly won't aser if Shimon holds on the other extreme that even, yes, dear Bale might aser, however, however, um, if, even if you go to your daughter's house in the same city, still, we're not chayshish, you're going to come back. And Rav says, Allah is like Rav Shimon, but by the way, this is Dav Kabitai. Because if you go to your son's house, your daughter-in-law might not be so happy with you. And, uh, and when your daughter is not happy, you're getting out of there. Okay, then we had this machlekes over here in regards in the Mishnah, right? And Barb, Shabain Beis Chaseris, we said this is a wall on top of the bar. Question is, do I need to make, the fundamental question of the Tanakama and Rabbi Yehuda, do I need to make a wall for the bar specifically? Rabbi Yehuda says no. Right, and we'll come back to that in a second. Uh, Tanakama says, yes, you need a mechitza inside the Mayim. Okay, where is this mechitza? Rav Shimon Gamaliel says, it's whether it needs to be Mata or Lamala. What does Lamata and Lamala mean? Well, we have, two other, we have two ways of explaining that. Rav Huna says, Milamata means that it is uh, below, not, in, it's not submerged in the water, just below, down at the water line. And Lamala means it has to be inside the bar, but it could be at the top part of the bar, towards the top part of the bar, at the edge. And down. And uh, Rabbi Yehuda says that no, Lamata means Tchuba Bakaka, it has to be all the way in. And what, how do we explain it? Yeah, has to be in, but part one Tevach needs to be out of the water. The rest, so nine in the water, one Tevach out of the water. And Lamala means that, um, it, Lamala means that it has, that it could be above the water line. And we said, even according to him, it has to be one Tevach submerged so that we don't have a Riva Maya. However, we asked on Rabbi Yehuda, Right from the case of we we know that a mechitza teluya does work, and if so, you're going to have a reading maya. So over here, what are you talking about? Why does it have to be tchuva? This whole thing is ceremonious, okay? It's ceremonial, and therefore we say less like Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, and Rav like Rav Huna, right? Says that no, it's a ceremonial wall, and we allow mechitza teluya. And then just discuss quickly Rabbi Yehuda shita. We said Rabbi Yehuda holds that no, you don't need a wall specifically for the Mayim. You don't need a ceremonial Mayim wall to be there. You could use the Mechitzah's Chatzar because he holds. We try to say that, ah, he doesn't hold this only by Mayim. He's going like Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi holds that a Mechitzah Tliya will work even on dry land, right? Like we learned in Sukkah. And the Gemara says, no, no Raya. This is for Mayim. He could use it. That's Rabbi Yehuda. Okay, he holds a Mechitzah Tliya will work. Shabbos for water. Okay, it doesn't necessarily mean he agrees to Rabbi Yaisi. And, and Rabbi Yaisi, right, because he 
he could only hold his din when it comes to sukkah, but when it, he doesn't want to mess with Shabbos. When it comes to Shabbos dinim, since it's in a different category, it's more machmer, so therefore it's right together skila. Even though it's a din derabbanon, we said that he would not hold and mechitzah would work. And then I, who is the shita that held? Because there is a case where we use the mechitzah on Shabbos, so that must have been Rabbi Shvalber, Rabbi Yasi, not Rabbi Yasi himself.